Job 8.21 says, He will yet fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with joy. You know, a yawn is contagious. We all know that. But do you know that sometimes laughter is contagious as well? It might, uh, it might feel good sometimes if accompanied by a nice morning stretch. You know, a good, a good laughter and a morning stretch. But, you know, the Proverbs tells us that laughter is good medicine. Good medicine. Mary is, and I'm saying that in the present tense, is filled with laughter. Mary is so filled with laughter, she knows good medicine. And she was used by God to help heal many with that amazing laugh. We already heard about it. Many of us can hear it in our, in our mind's eye. We can see it. A doctor might help a dozen or so people feel better today, but Mary would walk into a building or to a public place and let that laughter go. And while over at the blood bank, they think A.W. is pretty amazing because he donated more, more blood than five people could, and, and they knew Mary's laughter there. Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad. <laughs> you know, I, I won't forget that either, Joe. Mary, right back there in the back of this hall, on the floor, it wasn't her usual place, you know, it seemed kind of unusual, what are you doing on the floor? Here she is in absolute agony back there, falling down, and the 911 called, and the ambulance is coming in, and she's all embarrassed about that, but she's laughing, of all things, laughing. I think she said, um, Pastor Tim, I don't know... I don't know what to think. I'm something. She said something about being a drunken mule. <laughs> and, and, and there she is down on that floor making me laugh when I'm worried about her. Now, who's supposed to be bringing the comfort? The pastor or you? You're on the floor. Mary comforted me more than I did her that day. I'll tell you what. I, I already know we, we sure already miss Mary. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I think that Mary herself would want us to keep in words uh, uh, from the Bible uh, before us uh, uh, today in Luke 6.21. Blessed are you who are hungry now because you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now because you will laugh. Ecclesiastes tells us that there is a time for both weeping and there is a time for, for laughing. The psalmist tells us that God himself, the one who sits in heaven, laughs. God himself, Psalms 2.4 tells us, laughs. And today, yes, heaven is a little louder today because along with God, Mary brought her laughter. She brought her her joy, and today she knows her, her, her reason for her joy, where her joy comes from. I, I think we, we can say there's a ruckus going on in heaven today. <laughs> I want to make three points. First one is a, a legacy. 
a legacy of godliness. You see, Mary had much reason to laugh. Like the psalmist tells us, um, Mary knew the fullness of joy in Psalm 1611. You reveal the path of life to me. In your presence is abundant joy, and at your right hand, eternal pleasures. Mary lived an active life of service, I mentioned, in in this church because of her relationship with Jesus Christ. While Mary had a truly happy nature, she was extremely forthcoming about the source of her joy in Christ alone. It wasn't often that Mary got really serious with me. But uh, when she did... Do you know why she got serious? She got serious with me when it came to her relationship with her Savior. That was a very serious and is a very serious relationship with Mary. On occasion, Mary would say something something along the lines of, um, I I don't know where I would be without Jesus, something like that. There, there was something when she would say that that was, the only thing I can describe that is is the sort of reverent attitude that she would have, this sort of reverence, this awe about our creator and the relationship that, that he invited her into and that she knew so fully it was initiated by God just for her. And, you know, she, she was always happy always joyful, but in that moment, her expression would change to this sort of peaceful, somber, still joyous look when she would talk about that special relationship. Today, I I can still see that as I picture my own mind's eye, that look in Mary's face when she would talk about God. After after a prayer, and and even back there on the floor, I said, Mary, can I pray with you? Absolutely. Workers are coming in, and they're bringing in the gurney, and I want to take a moment and pray. And we prayed, and Mary bowed her head. And then in that moment, that's when you could see it. She bowed her head first, and you could see that sort of peaceful joy. And then we'd say amen, and, and she would look up, and for a moment in her eyes, you'd see this little, little sparkle, this, this just true, lasting joy that she knew in, in, in her heart. Another thing I'd like to mention is a, a legacy of unselfishness, benevolence, Joel had mentioned. Mary certainly cared a whole lot for other people. Uh, for many, the book of James sounds like a little bit of a reprimand, but not, not so much for someone like Mary. And, and consider, this, consider this verse, James 5.13, is anyone among you suffering, he should pray. Is anyone cheerful, He should sing praises. And you know, many of these songs that you're hearing today are inspired by by Mary, by her her preferences. Mary cared so deeply uh, for for the suffering that uh, precious look in her eyes, that that, that precious look when we prayed and when she talked about about Jesus, um, that same very very precious look was the same look that she would have on her face when we talked about the less fortunate, the the fatherless or the far from God. 
without doubt, Mary is one of the happiest people I know. And remember, this is in the present tense because she's present with our God today. She, um, oh, she did have some songs that she enjoyed, and we're singing some of them today. One I don't see on here that she always wanted to sing was Down by the Riverside. And we, we listened to a little bit of that, and it's like an old gospel song. And um, I, think, I think in Mary's, Mary's mind, it's like, let's do some baptism. Let's, let's lead some people to Jesus and baptize. Let's get them wet down by the riverside. <laughs> there was a, a quiet sweetness that I once observed in, 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 Mary's, um, in Mary's eyes once again. And this time, however... A.W. Dub, as Mary would call you, we were out on the back porch of your house, and we were just talking about all kinds of stuff about the house and the kids and raising up kids, and, 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 and Mary would, would look out into the, the area out off of y'all's back porch, and she would just have this peacefulness about her, and I could see that. I didn't know that about not wanting to leave the house, but I can certainly see she really loved just sitting there on that porch and that breeze and just... She just knew, she just knew how to slow down and, and take a moment and enjoy, enjoy that. You know, in our world, we're so full with electronic gizmos and gadgets and salespeople want, want us to buy something and politics and the news and you name it. It's just like we go from thing to thing to thing. But Mary, Mary knew how to pause for a moment. And it is so beautiful that in those moments, whether she was laughing, thinking about Jesus, or just, just taking a moment to enjoy life, she never, never forgot about the unfortunate. Mary had, a, had made some, uh, let, me, let me just, let me bring us to a close here with this. Mary had um, made some pretty amazing chicken and dumplings. Isn't that right, Richard? Where's Richard at? She made some amazing chicken and dumplings, didn't she, Richard? Richard always loved her chicken and dumplings. And Mary, um, Mary made other things. In case you didn't know it, which you might not have if you were a member of this church, because we always asked for it, because they were just so, so lip-smacking good. Um, <laughs> Mary knew how much people loved this great dish, and that's why she made it. She did it for other people. She's with Jesus and experiencing joy in a way so much better than the great joy that she expressed here. She is sharing in a way unlike she could ever share here, now, today. But like a good dish of chicken and dumplings, I know that Mary wants all of you to have a good feast. I'm absolutely certain of that. But she wants you to reflect on the life that she had lived and lives because of the joy she has in her heart. Now, Ecclesiastes tells us that bread is made for laughter. So food is made for laughter. But I think better than food is that joy that comes from one's heart. Like the, like the proverb reminds us in 1515, Proverbs 1515, all the days of the oppressed are miserable, but a cheerful heart has a continual feast. 
be of good cheer because I am absolutely certain Mary would want you to feast on that today. Amen? Let me, let me pray for a moment. Father, we know the great source of Mary's joy was her relationship with Jesus Christ. And as A.W. had so elegantly noted that Mary would want everyone here to have that same relationship with you today. Father, we know that you must draw that person, and, and, and if that's you today, keep your eyes closed, keep your heads bowed, if you would. If that's you today, and God is saying, hey, you know, let's get right, let's get right with you. If God is reaching out to you today, I want you to know that you too can make that same decision and know that same joy that Mary knew. You, can, you too can one day be as she is today with Jesus. And it all starts with a relationship with Jesus. Father, we pray that you would draw hearts to yourself today. And for all of those that you know, that you know Jesus is your Savior, that you know that you're going to see Mary again, you have great reason to rejoice in that today. Father, we thank you for Christ. We thank you for the very special relationship that you call all of us to. And we do pray for any that doesn't know you, that, Lord, you would let them know it's okay. All you have to do is say, I believe. If you believe, you know God's calling. You just got to say, I believe, and trust Christ to be your Savior. Uh, he, he so much wants to save you today. Lord, thank you for the family. I pray that in the days and the weeks and the time ahead that you would be a source, continuous source of strength, a continuous source of comfort, and that you would, Lord, help us to remember, to reflect, and to share all of those amazing, wonderful stories from a life so well lived. We pray, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Amen. At this time, um, uh, Pastor Joel is going to launch a a presentation of pictures um, with some music.